Ghost Runners fans, it is a great Monday. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This is going to be a very different episode. Uh, first episode ever without Brad Ellis. There's been times <laughs> where I wasn't able to make it, uh, but Brad has always been able to make it uh, until this episode. I have been in Australia for what feels like 14 years. And so it's been hard to uh, get all these episodes done. But I am joined today by my lovely wife, Rachel Coop Triplet. Hello. And yeah, this should be fun. We really haven't gone over a plan for what this episode is going to be, but we've traveled so much. We have so many stories. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys about that. And hopefully it's, it's still fun and entertaining. I do think it'll be a little different because typically the podcast, it's like, you know, me telling Brad a story he hasn't heard. Brad telling me a story I haven't heard about our weeks. Where this is like, we both have spent every second together. We know everything we're about to say. So it's me and you telling the audience things they've never heard. I'm not Brad. And also, you're not Brad. Yeah, different chromosomes. So um, <laughs> there's a lot to talk about. I think, um, first off, we want to share just like, the how are the shows? You know, we've done a few at this point. We're coming to you. It is 1030 at night in Melbourne, Australia, uh, which quick subtraction, what does that mean for a central time zone? Minus now? 5, 530 a.m. Wednesday in Kansas City. Yes. Yeah. Being in Australia, the, the whole thing is just subtraction. That's all you do when you're Australia. <laughs> you just subtract constantly. Like I should text it. Well, what time is it? Um, but the shows, um, I feel like Perth was a very interesting one. Brisbane was a very interesting one because we did it in a tent. But um, there was something else very interesting about that. Something that I've never, ever done on stage. Rachel, would you like to give them a, um, would you like to redo it? Absolutely. I was in the audience. <laughs> I was able to see it all. Rachel's like, I'm not going to sit side stage. I'm going to be in the audience for this one. <laughs> I'm going to record. So you just want me to say the joke like I'm you? Yeah, yeah. Whatever you want to do. Make, yeah. All right. So I wanted to propose to my girlfriend. So I Googled it and it said, sneak into her house at night and stand on her bed. And she wakes up and you're doing arts and crafts. And then she's going to be like, I'm going to be like... <laughs> Don't make me use the string method. And she's going to be like, oh, no, wait, wait, wait. You guys haven't heard that part. You haven't heard the part. Rewind. <laughs> you got like 30% of it right, but you got the... You got I got the main part right. <laughs> uh, uh-oh. Ooh, I, ooh, I think this tight beat means that it's going down with some random thoughts and white meat too. Midwest best friends eating fast food on repeat. So come along. Let's have some fun and go ahead. Get on your feet because it's the Ghost Rubbers Podcast. That was great. <laughs> I think you did a noise. I might be hoping that you did, but I was, maybe in my mind, I was like, it's like a G- rewind. Jim in the office, when he realizes he messed up, he's like, yeah, so I like jumped ahead. Like I just skipped over like two minutes of my set. And there's immediate like callback to it, and in the middle of the callback, and then I Rachel was like, "Hold on, wait, you guys don't know about that." Okay, <laughs> all right, we're gonna back up a little bit. Sorry about that. Hang on, guys. And then I just kind of kept going. And they you did a good fun. job. Yeah, everybody was still laughing in the crowd. They might have thought that that's what you always do. Yeah, sometimes you have that. Like in my set now, I you start off like, "We have any moms sitting up close? What's your name, Mama?" And I do that every time now, but that started off as an accident. I did it one time on accident, got a huge laugh. I was like, I guess I'll do that every time now. Oh, yeah. Which. And they always laugh. They always laugh. Um, 
I'll tell you, they don't always laugh in Australia. Not always. Just because no they way. laugh in America, they do not always laugh in Australia. Not even a, a heavy breathe out laugh, like a... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know where we want to start. I guess we're talking about the shows. Let's start, let's start there. Um, I mean, there's truly so much to talk about. I mean, Rachel and I have been gone. We haven't slept in our bed in Kansas City in, I think, over three weeks now. So we've just been traveling. We went straight from Iowa to Hawaii to three different time zones just in Australia. We've got a fourth one here in a few days. So it's been a lot, but the shows, so first show in Perth, we have no idea what to expect. There's no opener before me. There's nothing else. It is just, I'm the first one out there. And in the first five seconds, I knew this was going to be different than anything (laughs) we've ever done. Could you feel it? Could you tell? Like how early on were you like, he's probably not having a good time up there. Um, You know, because I, I was standing in the audience a little bit again. No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. On that one, I think I was listening like it was a podcast. I think the curtains you- were covering you. <laughs> so I was. it was only ears. It was an audio book. So <laughs> when I heard the laughs, I really heard the laughs. It was sort of like I was blind. Like, you know, like your other senses are turned up more. And did you have anything in your mouth? Yes, a Werther's, uh, like we always do. I was going to say, I was like, well, maybe you were down to three senses, so you, your hearing yeah, was really true. good. But no, we did pick up some Werther's originals. No, because okay, when you came off stage, I was like, good job, that sounded fun. <laughs> and then both you and Trey afterwards, like, that was terrible. Yeah, I feel like it was um, It was just different. And I was definitely trying to be a good teammate to Trey. He's like, how was it? And I was like, it's not bad. It's. I think you'll, it's fun because it's different. It's uh, it's like a comedy. It's like the good old days. It's a little challenge. <laughs> and, and Trey afterwards was like, that's a good friend right there because that was the worst hour of Trey's like comedy career. I think just unfortunately for Trey, more of his material doesn't translate to Australia. He just, I mean, he has 10 minutes on American wedding culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, from thank you notes, which they, they 100% just don't even do thank you notes mm-hmm. in Australia. Yeah, our friend said she cannot buy them at stores <laughs> in Australia. Yeah. It's so he had a tough time that first Perth show. And I did too. It was just, so like I said, five seconds into it, I just knew, I was like, oh, the, what are we in for tonight? What are we in for the next two weeks? Um, so I think I just asked like very, you know, I, I think first like Perth, how we doing? Wasn't a huge reaction. I was like, that's fine. It's Wednesday. You know, maybe it'll take a while to warm up. They don't know who I am. But then about 10 seconds later, it's like, we have any moms in the audience tonight? And no one made any noise. Just a few of them raised their hands. I was like, this is, this is very respectful. Thank mm-hmm, you for raising mm-hmm. your hands. Um, and it wasn't because there weren't any moms in the audience. It was full of moms. It was a normal crowd for us. They just raised their hands. And Rachel has noticed since that. So I do, there's multiple times in my set where I will ask if people are in the audience. And no one ever responds. <laughs> Nobody does. And but Rachel was in the audience last show, and she's like, "I think people are responding quietly." Yes, they'll raise their hand. Be like, Any picky eaters? And people just raise their hand. And Jake doesn't see it, so he'll be like, "All right, no picky eaters." And then I'll see a, like a husband point to the wife and be like, "She's a picky eater." <laughs> <laughs> so still, you can't tell. So the, they're just so polite. They are so nice here. Oh, the nicest people. They're so nice. Every city is so nice. There's. No one is poor or homeless in Australia. The only homeless person that we've seen <laughs> sat right next to me on the bench, and he was lovely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just like, so right now we're in Melbourne. This is the biggest city in Australia, I'm pretty sure. It's got five point something million people. It feels like New York City, and there's no homeless mm-hmm. people. I mean, it no. is, I don't know what they've done here, or where they're keeping them, or what's going on, but it is so great everywhere yeah. in Australia. You feel very safe. Yeah, you do feel very safe. Not that homeless people are necessarily dangerous to people, 
But you do feel safe here. Here comes the social work. Okay. I'm going to make that clear. That's funny. When we did Correct Opinions, we were talking about how our hotel is in Chinatown. Train Katie's Airbnb is in Koreatown. And then then Katie was like, well, I think we just need to like get out of here a little more. And we're like, why do you think we need to get out of here? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you think we need to escape China and Koreatown? But... um, all right, let's let's try and start. You've been doing a good job keeping notes. I have like zero podcast notes. I'm just like, oh, we'll remember it all. I've got daily notes. Yeah, which is dumb of me. Uh, it's like this is my first podcast ever. But I think we should start what we kind of teased with the Brad and TJ and um, Jefferson Bethke episode is the drive to the airport. Oh, okay. What yep. started it all. Charlie. I'll just, I'll just intro it and then you can take it from here. Okay. So for some, for whatever reason, and I did put some of this on my Instagram story, but you can't schedule an Uber XL or a Lyft XL. We had so much luggage that we couldn't get a normal Uber, a normal Lyft, and I didn't want to take a chance. Or we needed a ride at 3.15. So I was like, I don't know the Uber situation in Shawnee, Kansas. I would rather just like pay whatever we need to pay to like get a ride scheduled. We know we have it getting to the airport. This is an international flight. This is a big deal. Yes, we could have had friends drive us at 315. Two people pleasers? No way. Not going to happen. Yes. I'm so used to Brad like interjecting at every pause that I'm like, go go for it if you need to. I've been trained to listen. No, that's good. And that's not a dig on Brad. I think we have a good like rapport. We just know when the other person is going to like have something to say. I also was spacing out. Because I just looked at my notes. I just looked at my notes and it reminded me of some things about the plane. Gotta be honest, wasn't listening to a word. <laughs> 315, yeah, we're not going to have a friend drive us. And we also didn't want to park at the airport because even though I could get that reimbursed, it was just like, I don't know, three weeks worth of parking. It was going to cost everything you got paid here. <laughs> well, I'm saying even if I would have got a reimbursed, I oh, just would have yes, felt yes, bad yes, 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 like yes, to, to, I don't know, bad ask Trey to pay for that. So I found a taxi service. Which you're probably wondering, how are those still in business? Well, shouldn't be. They must do a good job. That must be why they're still in business. <laughs> must be a really good driver. He confirmed a couple times on the phone. Now, do you guys have luggage? Yes, we have. This is the whole reason we're doing this is we can't get an XL Uber. We can't get an SUV. I think you said month-long trip. Yeah, yes, yeah. we have luggage. We have a month-long trip ahead of us. We have a ton of luggage. And it's really not a ton. We each just have a large suitcase. And you know what? At the time, we really appreciated this man's urgency. He'd call you right back. He'd oh, get yeah. right to the point we on the phone. Wheeling and dealing. Like this is this is a good businessman. <laughs> he just he doesn't add anything else in there. That's right. There he were no does his job. no frills on the phone. <laughs> we were very when complimentary. You need it, where are you going? What time? Address and not even full sentences. Yeah, I was like, this is great. It's a whole phone call, two minutes. Um, and then 3.15 arrives. Rachel, just go 3:15 crazy. 3.15 arrives. Jake needs to grab one more thing. So I head on out by myself. And What's the weather like? Oh, the weather. Um, I'm dragging my suitcase through snow, uh, probably up to our ankles. Yeah, the first big snow of Kansas City of the winter. But, you know, we're thinking, okay, a big taxi is going to be there. So we'll be in like this big car. That'll be safe to drive to the airport, 40 minutes. And it wasn't really an ice storm. Like, I don't know if the roads were really bad. It was just like, just a, the, the first snow in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, Charlie is 14 feet from his car, not near the trunk, um, because he didn't expect us to have luggage. <laughs> um, so he was pretty shocked to see my heavy bag <laughs> right next to his two or 1984 1994 1994 Grand Marquis. Yeah. Look up what a 1994 Grand Marquis looks like. <laughs> Diamond should put a picture in of this of the exact <laughs> screenshot we have of it. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. It, it's, it's old. It was 
it's I don't a know sedan. what emotions I felt seeing it, knowing I was going to be in the snow on the way to the airport in it. Um, but then he, he was telling us, then Jake joined us out there and Charlie, our driver, was like, oh, I don't think that's going to fit. I didn't know you were bringing luggage. Yeah. He's like, well, this is going to have a tough time fitting all this. <laughs> and then, Jake, you, you said something like... I started to say something. I mean, not like sassy, but just like logical. It's just like, we told you on the phone. We had And Rachel's like, hey. Yeah, I was like, hey, hold it together. This is when Rachel... Keep it down. ...liked Charlie. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Charlie I was, was still on Rachel's good side. It's like, hey, our lives are in his hands for the like, next I hour. Mean, I told you we had luggage. We're going to the airport. You know we're going to the airport. You didn't think we'd have luggage? Why is this a surprise to you? It, it just wasn't a pleasant 3.15 a.m. conversation. <laughs> um, so yeah, we got in the car. Charlie blasted the, the 80s rock. Oh, yeah. 101 The Fox. <laughs> We're going to be right back with Carry On, My Wayward Son by Kansas. But real quick, here's Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. <laughs> da -da. Da, 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 and whatever. And he said, we're just blasting classic <laughs> rock from 101 The Fox. The whole ride. Something I wrote down because I didn't want to forget. Five minutes into the ride, we were further away from the airport than when we started. Mm -hmm. Charlie was taking an itching route. There's no cell phone propped up. There's no maps. Mm -mm. All up here. Mm -hmm. uh, big brain Charlie. Yep. It's just like, I know. Yep. I know. So we Which were makes me wonder, how did he get to our house? Yeah, it's true. Not no, a busy street. <laughs> he had a paper map pulled up and he put it away yeah, before he pulled in. So yeah, five minutes in, we are further away and we are not in a hurry. We are going so slow. I, two different times in the first 10 minutes, he mentioned, hey, and the first time he mentioned it, I appreciate it. Yes. He's like, you know what? It's snowing. A lot of these guys out here, they like to drive like a bat out of you know what. But me... <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's all right. Hey, thank awesome. you. I appreciate that. That's Great. something I really value. Yes. Thank you. And then when we were going 30 and a 60 and he said it again, man, these guys are driving like a bat out of you know what. I was like, I, I wouldn't mind if you took a trip down and you know what. <laughs> Let's get to the airport, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a very slow drive. Um, it, was, it was a dangerously slow drive. even w Because the roads had been plowed by then, so they weren't very snowy. Um, we got passed one time by a snow plow, pl actively plowing snow. Yep. So the, the windshield got covered. <laughs> they were going faster than we were. Yep. And um, you want to, this is, now this is going to be a visual joke here. You yes, guys are going to need to come to, to YouTube. watch this. But Rachel, you should, you should act out how Charlie activates his blinker. Okay. Do you want to hold my microphone for me? <laughs> so we're not changing lanes often, but when we do, you know, you just put your put your hand on the blinker and then you're fine. Normally your left hand doesn't even really leave the wheel. But it's like when you let like the two-year-old sit in the front seat and fake drive when the car is just in the driveway and they just whip the steering wheel <laughs> like this. But Charlie would just for 0.3 seconds flip the blinker down, lose control of the car, <laughs> and then have to gain control again. I mean, he's like rocking back in his seat. It was a full body chore <laughs> to put the blinker on. <laughs> and it happened... Like five times. Enough times where we both saw it and acknowledged it and knew we got to yes. talk about Charlie's blinkering. It was so scary. Why does, it, like when he has to recover from going from blinker back to steering wheel, he has to readjust the whole car and oh. turn it and spin it. And that marquee was shaken. Yeah, it was It was scary a little bit. I mean, It we were really going, was. It went from like a little scary of how slow we're driving, getting passed by people going twice our speed and we're, we're in the snow time. and he's losing control of the car. I was praying like a madman. I actually remember praying, and I feel like God told me to like talk to Charlie, like keep him awake. And um, 
I might have misread God on that one. Charlie didn't want to talk. Charlie um, did not want to talk. But you never know. Maybe it did keep him awake. Who yeah. knows? But I was so mad at him. But I was like, I need to, I feel like I'm supposed to like keep him awake right now. So when when you were talking to him. Oh, that's right. You were very nice and complimentary. I like sparked up a conversation. Because yep. I was curious. I was like, what's your shift normally like? Because I was trying to figure out like, are you super tired right now? Yeah. yeah. Or do you normally have the graveyard shift? So I'm asking him about that. So yeah, when you were being so nice to him, which you normally are, I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, so Jake is not concerned about how this driving is going. And I am- thinks Charlie's great. I'm panicking back here. <laughs> Jake is like proud that he ordered this ride. And so I was like, I can't say anything to Jake because he did organize this for us. And it was like our, basically our only, only option. So I really can't complain about it, but I'm scared for my life back here. <laughs> I'm praying so quietly in the back while you're being friends with Charlie. You thought I loved him. I did. <laughs> I did. I wasn't going to say anything then. Yeah, that's funny. But it was just- it was really, so it was, it was dangerous at times. It was scary at times, but then it gets to a certain point where like, I feel like I gave us plenty of time for this flight, but I wasn't expecting it to take an hour to get there. And mm-hmm. it did. It took every, it was like an hour, five minutes to get to the airport and it's an international flight. Then we get to the airport and it's backed up. Like I've never seen, it was the day after Thanksgiving, I think. Which so, we learned was the busiest um, yeah. flying day in, US in America. Yeah. 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 I saw a headline afterwards. So that kind of made sense. So it's just super backed up and yeah, whatever. We don't need to complain too much more. But it was just, it was a very hectic mm-hmm. time a that morning. stressful beginning to the trip. Yeah, we found out that Rachel's boarding pass, which was booked for her um, by someone else, she didn't have TSA pre-check on yes. it. We had to go through some stuff. Yep. But we, we made it and we... Um, no, I think that was the two Australia flight. The oh, two Hawaii right. flight, we had TSA... And we were very grateful because the line was so long for non-TSA. You're right. I'm getting all this mixed up because this wasn't even an international flight. This was just a Hawaii. (laughs) A little note taker, a little scribe. Ken and Lynette was this flight. Oh my gosh. All right. So this episode (laughs) is going to start off a little complaining, but we've had a great time. We've had a blast. We just, the first two, like, just experiences traveling, first by car and then by plane, were just brutal and outliers. (laughs) And we're very positive people, but Rachel... Go off. All right. <laughs> okay, so that the Charlie flight, that was to Phoenix. Then we boarded another flight. Oh, Charlie flight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Kind of, yeah. So then after from Phoenix to Hawaii, it was like a six-hour flight. And um, I got on the flight, and it was Southwest. So you just pick where you sit, basically, on how you get to the flight, which we had to run to. Yeah, remember that whole yes. thing? Yes. We were the last people we thought. Because when we got to, so this is back in Kansas City, when we were, we finally board the plane mm-hmm. and we, we cut it so close, we finally get on it and then we sat on the tarmac for two hours. So it was like, oh, yeah. well, we didn't really need to rush maybe. I, yeah. What, what, for whatever reason, then it became, oh man, we finally, once we got on that plane, we're like, we made it, we did it. We're going to Hawaii. Thank you, God. <laughs> thank you, Charlie. It doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> we're going to make it. And then we sat out there for two hours, like, we're not going to make it. I'm going to make it. And the next flight isn't for the next day, you know, kind of a bummer, whatever. But then we learned they were going to hold the flight for us. Mm -hmm. And Jake, you even had upgraded our seating to A so that we could have... Be near the front. Be near the front. So we could get to the uh, layover, whatever. And then we were supposed to have it on the Hawaii flight also. But but since our flight landed like 30 minutes before our next flight took off, we had to just sprint to the gate. And we, I thought we were... we were. We were the last ones on the flight. Um, so it was really nice. Our first flight, they let us be the first ones off the plane so that we could get our connecting flight. That was nice. That was very nice. I, the people pleaser me, I don't want to be like, hey, I know. excuse me, I have a, Can I get ahead of you? a connecting flight to get to. It was nice that they were like, hey, yeah. 
you, 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 and you. Get that was here. great. That was nice. So yeah, we ran to that flight. We got on it. And then um, there were two seats near the back that were aisle seats, which there's normally not those open when you're the last ones on because people would rather have the aisle than the middle. So I called Jake back because he's already sitting in the middle seat. So I was like, hey, you should come back here. There's two aisle seats. Um, so I told Jake to go further back because he was just going to sit by these two like teenage girls that looked normal and they were just going to have a nice flight. And then I was going to go next to this family with a baby because I figured I could tolerate that better than Jake. And so then I sat there and then um, I noticed that the row in front of me had a middle seat open. So I asked the parents if they wanted to have an open spot for their baby in their row rather than have me sit there. And they, of course, said yes. It's like, it's okay. I'll just go sit up in this middle seat in front of them in between these two elderly people who will probably sleep the whole flight and it'll be fine. So I did that. I, I sat in the middle between these two, um, this older couple. And then I hear one guy who was on the first flight with us get up from his middle seat and take the aisle seat that I just gave up to that family. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Darn. Oh, well. Um, but who I was sitting between was Ken and Lynette. And they were actually were married. Um, but they don't like to sit by each other on planes. So it, I got to sit in between them. They were celebrating their 30-year anniversary. 30 or 40. Like, yeah. But still keep a seat in the middle. They, they keep a seat in the middle. That's so I secret. know what they did to me, they do to every person on every flight. Don't you have a whole note in your phone just yes, about I do, Ken? Yes, right here. Yeah. Just about Ken. <laughs> So Lynette was a nice lady. She just brought about 20 catalogs that she would take, the, like, get 20% off your next order. She'd clip that out, put it in her in her little folder, and then throw the catalog away when the <laughs> stewardess walked by. What kind of catalogs are we talking here? East it would be Bay. like, not East Bay for older women. Like, here's a, a new Christmas garden. necklace and brooch. Okay. What are the names of these like, catalogs? I couldn't, I couldn't see. Nothing I couldn't we've see. heard of. Um, but it was like just old ladies. I mean, I sort of liked looking through it with her. Okay. Like, we're a moment like that. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lynette was fine, very chatty, but that's okay. It was a long flight. I would be, I was willing to chat. Um, her husband Ken. Keep talking. I'm going to make sure the phone's still recording. Okay. Um, her husband Ken started as fine, um, but then he started screaming the word California. <laughs> To me and everybody else on the flight. So that was a little bit uncomfortable. And that is, of course, combining which two words? Uh, communist in California. Yeah. Um, big Trump guy. Big Trump guy. <laughs> and I think only because I said my dad farms did he automatically think that I was campaigning for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I farm in Iowa, Iowa caucuses. Oh, you, you would know? probably hate California too. <laughs> <laughs> so that was just weird to navigate. Um, I oh, mean, I have a lot of just terms on here. Yeah, just, yeah. Go oh, yeah. Off. He refers to himself as handsome, um, and so then he was wanting me to call him handsome, and I wow. never did. Like, what did he say to? You're gonna see me in Hawaii, and you're gonna say, "Hey, there's handsome," <laughs> and your husband's gonna be so jealous. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's a funny story that won't happen. Uh, like, wow, we gotta make that happen. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, Kent. Handsome, sorry. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm having the time of my life mm, in the back are. row because these two teenage girls didn't didn't talk, didn't make a noise, didn't move for six hours. And I had so much room. They're scrawny little girls. I had it made Lovely back girls. Yeah, it was great. Would have had a blast with them. Um, okay, yeah. So, so 
can pretty hard to talk to, pretty hard for me to make eye contact with anyone else on the plane with because they think I'm talking about California. <laughs> um, so after a while, I basically just like had to like close my eyes and try and sleep because if I had my phone out or my book out, they were going to talk to me. And what's, it was fine for a while, but I got very uncomfortable with Ken after a while. Like where I did not want to talk to him because he was being so just like, like abrasive, rude just and like, abrasive and inappropriate. And just what's some of the subject matter. What's he talking about when he's being abrasive? Okay. So they would ask like, okay, so what are you in school for? And you know, I'm like counseling, I got a semester left. And then he'd be like, Oh, <laughs> my daughter's a, a psychologist in California. And she's always talking about, Oh, what was your childhood like? Oh, trauma. Just like saying, Tr- like triggered words, I guess. Jeez. Just, but like in these, uh, this awful tone and he'd always bring it up t- to me and like shame that I was doing that. He'd be like, so like if there's a shooter, like you're, you're gonna. You don't want to take his guns away. You want to take his childhood away, don't you? Yeah, you think there was something that went wrong in his childhood. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I mean, there's studies about stuff like that. <laughs> More like, than likely, yes. There's a lot of, you know, just... It's so funny just to take a dump on someone's career right after they've told you about it. Like, let's, you be Ken, I'll be normal. Okay. So yeah, actually, I play professional basketball. Oh, you think you're better than everyone because you're tall. <laughs> oh, you can dunk? Cool. Good luck doing that when you're my age. <laughs> exactly like that. That's the kid experience. That is. That is. Anything you say. At one point, he was like, I'm going to see you when we're both in Hawaii, and you're going to say, hey, handsome, I got sunburnt, and now I'm depressed, and I'm going to curl up into the fetal position. <laughs> like... Just on and on and on. You're like, cool. That's hilarious. Right. <laughs> Every time you say it, it gets funnier, handsome. Yeah. Keep going. Lynette, are you hearing this? Every time. I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, it was just so crazy. Um, and at first I was like, this is sort of funny. I wonder what words I can say that he will like turn against me. And he would do it. But then after a while, I was like, I'm so annoyed with this. <laughs> so I would, I would close my eyes and like fake sleep. And I wasn't tired. So I couldn't actually fall asleep. So I just had to close my eyes for a while. And they would still talk to me. That's the craziest part. Your eyes are clearly closed. You have AirPods in and he's still Mm -hmm. like tapping Mm -hmm. you, like Mm -hmm. waking you up. (laughs) The worst one though. And then I'll quit (laughs) complaining about him, but it really was terrible. Um, He just started making this noise. This like, (laughs) (laughs) it's an awful, awful noise repeatedly to my ear where I had to open my eyes and be like, (laughs) what's going on? And he was like, Mm. Lynette and I just learned about that bird. This is a type of bird that lives in Hawaii. We learned about it the first time we came here. And now we just do that noise to each other every now and then. Isn't that funny? And then just like kept doing it to me and then went back. That's so tough. I mean, one to want to tell someone else the inside joke you have with your wife of 30 years. It's like, that's, <laughs> that's something I don't really need to be a part of. It sounds like you guys, cool. You guys, for you guys. but also for you to do the, the loud inside joke between someone, between a stranger. I mean, that's just like psychotic behavior. <laughs> it is. That's so, that's such a bummer. You had to deal with that. It really is because yeah, I, I like talking to people on planes. Yeah. I definitely would fall into that category like, where I would maybe annoy people. <laughs> <laughs> and he annoyed me so much. It was just, it was just like, I'm offended by this person. Yeah. That, I think that's what it was. It's like, you're just being so rude to me. Yeah. That was it. But then we made it and it was lovely. And then 
No sightings of Ken. No sightings of Ken. And I kept my eyes peeled. <laughs> Where's Handsome? <laughs> ah, you doing the noise? What was the noise again? <laughs> it's a beautiful inside joke. I don't know if Ken knows what an inside joke is. I mean, no. that is a, that's no good one. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to transition out from complaining to yeah, positive. Best way to do it. Main Street Roasters. Mm, Truly, mm, though. Mm, mm. I mean, maybe even a mood booster in your Absolutely. own life. If you've been complaining too much, take a little shot of Main Street. At least just smell the bag. Smell the bag. S the B. Um, obviously, Christmas is coming up, but there's still time. Get get somebody in your life, some Main Street Roasters. Get them a bag. Get us some beans. Get them some, what's it called when they're not beans? Grounds. Good. I was going to say grains. I, was like, I don't think it's grains. <laughs> um, but in Sydney, or Australia today, you saw that they were advertising... Oh, grain-fed beef. Yeah. Instead of grass-fed beef. That was like... They're just spinning it the opposite way. Yeah. Yeah, they maybe said G-R-A. <laughs> yeah, you think like, it's grass? It's just all marketing. Yeah. Non-free-range chicken. <laughs> These things were caged. Yeah. And they're like, oh, well, that all seems right. better, maybe. They got to be with their family. Oh, good. <laughs> anyway, com. Go check them out. Promo code is GRKC for 10% off. Go support, you know, small town, Indiana... Christian values, you know, everyone's down to support local. Maybe if you don't live in Indiana, it's not really local to you, but it's still like local vibes. Mm, absolutely. What would you call There's it? There's like, no communist name to refer to <laughs> Indiana with. I think that's a great state. <laughs> yeah, you can't fit it in with communism. Commun- yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. work. It yeah, just, you so can't have those two. It's good for capitalism and democracy uh, mm-hmm, for you to support mm-hmm. com. So check them out. Um, all right. What do we want to talk about next? There are... It's going to be no problem to fill two episodes with yeah, all this stuff, great. I feel like. Um, I bet people are wondering about Thomas. Let's talk about Thomas. Oh, sure. Because we didn't really talk about that on Correct Opinions, uh, which I was shocked by. Which but... we'll just share information that is fine to share. Yeah, yeah, nothing crazy. Right. I mean, there's nothing really crazy to share. I think it's just, it's impressive. Oh. So Trey and Katie brought their nine-month-old. And obviously dealing with a lot of jet lag and babies are on such a rigid schedule. And Thomas is better adjusted than any of us. Yes, he adjusted way better than any of us. I mean, he hasn't thrown a tantrum. I haven't no, seen him No, I've cry. never seen him cry. Yeah, he's doing amazing. He's constantly eating. He's constantly eating, constantly smiling. Yeah. This, is, this kid is not real. <laughs> this is the happiest baby I've ever come across. It's giving me a false like, kind of perspective it, on it what, is. It's not what good. parenting is. It's, it's not good. It's so easy. Yes, yes. <laughs> he's like, always smiling. Wow. <laughs> they took him across the world and he's just up, no problem. Yeah, we'll just in the plane, just look up and Thomas is, tries tossing him up in the air on the plane. <laughs> Thomas is laughing. It's beautiful. Yeah, he's great. He is the nice, the sweetest baby ever. And he comes everywhere with us and it's just fun having him there. I have noticed, I don't know if you feel this way, I probably just feel weirder about it, but I found myself always trying to make faces for Thomas's smile at Thomas, yeah. but I'm smiling at Katie so much. Oh, She's yeah. always holding Thomas. Yep. Like we'll be in the middle of playing paddle, which let's talk about that soon. And I'll just look over and Thomas is smiling at me. So I'll like do a little face. And it's like, I mean, his face is six <laughs> yes, inches from yes, Katie's. Yes. And it's like, I'm sure she obviously knows and she's used to it. Yeah. But there's a part of me that's like, is this weird? Every now and then, should you just glance up and make eye contact with her and be like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've been making a lot of faces at Katie. Um, let's talk about paddle. Oh, Paddle. P-A-D-E-L. It's the new pickleball. It I think it's more fun than pickleball. You should start you should start an Instagram page right now. Friday Paddle. At least just get something. <laughs> get, You're get, always about getting the username. Friday Paddle. Yeah. It's um so I'd heard of it. I'd seen it like posted before, because it is a racket sport. It's very similar to tennis. It's very similar to racquetball. It's a good hybrid of the two. It's so I'd seen viral clips of it. I'd heard of the sport. 
And it's really not crazy popular in Australia. I thought it was a much bigger deal, but they do have paddle courts here. There's almost none in the entire United States. So it's sad. We're trying mm -hmm. to, we booked a three hour session tomorrow and we all can't <laughs> wait. We started at an hour and a half, played all the time, then two hours, still wasn't enough time. Not enough now time. we're up to three. <laughs> we got to do a three hour marathon tomorrow. It's just so fun. I mean, there's something about <laughs> discovering a new sport and playing a new sport and just learning the ins and outs of it, learning like the strategy in mm -hmm. real time. It's mm -hmm. just, there's nothing like and it. And we're getting better. Yeah. Like when we go to these courts and we watch other people, we're like, I don't think these people are better than we are. Yeah. Rachel and I, undefeated right now. It's pretty fun how it works out. Rachel and I will play against Alan, the keyboardist, and Trey. And so we just run those teams Very over and even. over. Yeah. And it's fun to have four athletic people here to be able mm -hmm. to do that. And so, yeah, Rachel and I are undefeated so far. Yep. And, oh, I know it bothers him. I know, yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so that's been pretty fun. Especially Rachel. because one game they really could have won. I about I hit it 20 feet out. But Trey really wanted to swing at it and barely nicked it. And Before then, it like, up. the next eight points we scored. And that was for the whole, like, game, not just that set. <laughs> yeah, so we we love the sport. We can't wait to play it tomorrow. And yeah, we gotta somebody's gotta bring this to Kansas City it's or so fun. Because it, it does feel like pickleball in the sense that like once you play, you will be addicted to this. Yes. Like I haven't felt this since pickleball. And it's not like it's not a ton of running like pickleball is. Like Yeah, you only play doubles. You're in a cage. <laughs> so it's not free range. You can't go that far. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's a good it's similar to doubles pickleball, I'd say. It's still a good workout. You're mm -hmm. gonna sweat, but it's not like insane cardio. Yeah. Man, we're having it's fun. It's so fun. I'm yeah. sore from it. The yeah. top of that, like, it, we're working hard out there. Yeah, it's awesome. There's oh, like, it's, fun. it's a thinking man's sport, I would say, because you kind of, there's a, there's a little bit of punishment if you hit it too hard mm -hmm. because there's walls. It can hit off the wall and then makes it easy for them. So it's a lot about angles. It's mm -hmm. a lot about corners. Yeah, corners, strategy. Mm -hmm. We're having a blast. Yeah. So paddle awesome. Um, what else? I mean, do you have anything you want to... How about you talk about just like overarching themes of like what you've thought about Australia, okay. the girls, the fashion. Okay. Australia is home of the most beautiful, trendiest, likable, nice people. It, it's just everybody that walks by, they just look so important. <laughs> they just... They're stunning. No matter their age, their gender... They're, they're beautiful beings. I think Rachel belongs in Australia because it's so warm here. It's so warm It's here. tropical. Everywhere we go has palm trees. Everything's by the ocean. Everyone dresses nice. There's coffee shops everywhere. Everywhere. And people are dressed nice everywhere. There's no athleisure here. No athleisure. And that's all I brought to travel in. <laughs> I'm so out of place on the plane. <laughs> Rachel once a day goes, I should have. Why didn't I? Bring dresses. We're never bring my prom dress. <laughs> <laughs> I should have. I mean, if, if somebody could be walking down the street in something like a prom dress and it'd be normal. Yeah. You're just like, oh, she's got a presentation network. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she works in it. I mean, really, they are so ahead of the trends, which I've always followed a couple Australian like boutiques on Instagram just to see, but they were always opposite seasons, so never really bought anything. Now I need to. I need to buy, I need to buy my clothes ahead of season so I can be trendy like them. Mm. I, they... They're not afraid of color. They've got, we saw someone in yellow shoes yesterday. <laughs> they really like that. They love, they love colors. A trend I've been seeing is linens, a lot of linens. Mm, loose fitting too. Loose fitting, yeah. The pants, I think I'm going to, for girls, I think I'm going to call them trousers. Lady They're trousers. wearing lady trousers mm -hmm. and they look comfortable. <laughs> why it makes me think, why do I ever wear tight pants? Those aren't comfy. Like constricting pants. Yes. We've been marketed to, to believe They're this wearing is comfy. Like, yeah, like linen material. Baggy. Baggy. Shorts and pants. Shorts and pants. It's beautiful. 
Yeah. So in that way, yeah, Australia has been very awesome. And just, just visually, getting yeah. to see everything. Yeah. We've seen some great beaches. Brisbane, oh. one of the best cities I've ever been to. I've it been to a really lot is. of cities. Brisbane's a top three city I've ever been to. Absolutely. It's we were, gorgeous. Yeah, we were like reading. We went to a bookstore that was lovely, of course. So we, we both got a book from there. That was sort of fun. And then we just went and read it at this, our books at this park in Brisbane near the river. And it was beautiful. It was, yeah. you, there should be a painting of it. There were people playing Frisbee. Who does that? <laughs> there was someone flying a kite. Who does that? Ben Franklin. People having picnics everywhere. Um, kids just playing with like parents from afar, which yeah. in a big city, I think, I don't really know if you can do that in America. It's just yeah. a little bit more dangerous, it feels like. People just running, and it was just people having so much fun outside with their families. It was so wholesome. And that was like everywhere in Brisbane, and we were, it was the middle of a big city. Yeah, I think like 2.3 million people live in Brisbane, but it was just like, everything's so safe. I feel yeah. like there's no crime. There's no poverty. We went to the Koala Sanctuary, and on the way back, we got on. We wanted to ride a bus back because... We're like, hey, that's let's part of the experience. Yeah. Let's ride the public metro. But we hadn't bought tickets, which you have to do somewhere at this like exchange office or something. So we were like, maybe we'll just get on, ask if we can buy a ticket on the bus. And so we got on the bus, and Jake was like, we don't have a ticket. Can we buy one here? And he was like, eh. Systems down, get on, free ride today. (laughs) This is great. And then there were no seats and I uh, stood the whole way and got a little bus sick. Yep. But I was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Yeah, what else is there to talk about? They love Coke Zero here. Oh, they do. And to be honest, we're kind of liking it too. Uh, Yeah. It's good here. Well, and I I think I like it because I haven't had my my emotional support water bottle with me as much yeah. because I use it the first week and I haven't washed it. So I'm sort of scared to now. <laughs> so the only water I get is when we buy water, which we're not buying that often. So I'm thirsty and the Coke Zero is hitting the spot. Coke Zero is hitting. Uh, there's, they're not big. Let's just talk cultural differences. Not big on fountain drinks here. You can't find a fountain mm. drink anywhere. Yeah. Free refills are not a thing. Yep. Brad could never live in Australia. <laughs> I mean, just they don't, everything's bottled or canned. It's a one time use yep. thing. And uh, yeah, what are some of the other differences? Everything just like linguistically is just so slightly different that it's uh, it's fun. And it's, like it's still English, but like we went to a cricket game tonight and I saw inquiries spelled with an E. Mm-hmm. We went to that Melbourne Sky Deck to, thing today. We've done mm-hmm. so much. I mean, just yeah. to, we do a whole podcast of what we've done today. But <laughs> yeah. we went to this observation, this VR walk the plank oh, thing. Oh, it was so scary. And they, you know, to form a, they don't call them lines. Like you would form a line to order. Yeah. They call them cues. Yep. Q-U-E-U-E. Uh, yeah. Just, Be a good wordle word. Just, everything here is just, yeah, just slightly different. And so when it comes to comedy, it's exhausting because after that first show, you're just like, I didn't think it was so bad. And I was like, you know, it really wasn't. I think they still laughed and they still had a good time. But I was so mentally exhausted afterwards because almost every joke, I was like, well, do they know that? Would this translate? I didn't think about that. It's my first show. And so you're just thinking through everything. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. And sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. After that show, and I was like, I don't know, this might be a tough you know, five shows. We had so many people come up to us on the street who were like, oh my yes. gosh, you performed tonight. You did amazing. That was so great. So many nice people. One of them, shoot, what was her name now? Camilla. She uh, she was a ghost. We talked to her for 10 yeah, minutes. Yeah, and her family. Yeah, they were awesome. Oh, fashion. They look Camilla's good. Camilla's family look good. <laughs> and we talked to her for 10 minutes on the street and had, she never mentioned she was a Ghost Hunters fan. Yeah. That was cool. They were sort of. so nice. And then we went and met up with some friends. I, I know a guy who is part of the How Ridiculous 
YouTube channel. They're like the dude perfect of Australia, kind of. And yeah. anyway, he lives in Perth. Shout out Derek, his wife, Nicole. They took us out to dinner. So great. We had duck liver parfait. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we met, they came to the show the next night. We got to see them afterwards. And they were so complimentary. Derek's parents were there. They were so nice. Yeah, they were great. While we're eating dinner after the show, a guy comes up behind me. And he's kind of standing there. He taps me on the shoulder. And I look at him. And then he just kind of stares <laughs> for like a couple seconds. And I didn't know what was about to happen or what he was going to say. And I was like, maybe he works here. I don't know. And he was like, I just have to say, and obviously he had a really cool accent. I've just got to tell you guys, I'm, I'm a huge fan of both of you. And we're like, you know both of us? He knew Derek. He knew me. And we're like, oh, that's so fun. He was at the show tonight. And we go to take a picture. And he's like, yeah, I was a top 0.1% of Ghost Hunters listener. I was like, you listen, you, you're a huge Ghost Hunters fan. <laughs> and you just saw me in a restaurant. In Perth, Australia. That's crazy. I was so, at that point, I became way more excited than he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was freaking out. I think his name was Ryan. Was it Ryan? I, I don't remember. I think it was one of the only things I wrote down was uh, whatever his name was. A lovely young bloke. Yes. Lovely bloke. Yeah. Ryan. Ryan in Perth. So shout out to you. Yeah. That was awesome. And last night's show, Levi's birthday. Oh, shout out Levi. Yep. In uh, Melbourne, there were a ton of ghosties. Mm-hmm. I came down the steps to see another friend. I've ha- randomly had a friend in each city, uh, which I think Trey and Tom are like, of course, you know, <laughs> but seriously, I, um, there's some SBU uh, athletes. There was a soccer player and a basketball player that are from Australia and they were here. But um, another long story short, I met a guy on a street in Hawaii in January of 2019. He was a nice guy. He also had a camera in his hand, had a little conversation. Um, Fast forward two months, I go on a trip to Australia with Grant Huterberg, some friends, and I remember, oh yeah, I got this guy I met on the street, lives in Melbourne, I'm pretty sure. Our Airbnb's not working out. I'm like, I'll hit him up. He's a super nice guy. He lets us stay with he and his wife, and uh, he was at the show last night. We got to see him. Andre, I go down nice. after the show, yeah, shout out Andre, to see him, and there's probably nine different people wearing Ghost Runners merch in the lobby. I was like, you don't have this sometimes in Cleveland. There's not this many Ghost Runners fans, so <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I'll shut up now. Uh, any other like cultural differences or, you know, fountain drink, language, not knowing where to look when you're crossing the street? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, yeah, we walked very far down the downtown of Perth to like get to a coffee shop with Trey and Katie and Thomas and us too. And I think we'd crossed six intersections before we all realized we had not been looking the right way <laughs> and we definitely could have been hit to all five of us. Cause it was like in America, you just like look right. Nobody's coming. You can go. It was like, it was one of those where you can you can see nobody else is coming, but we realized we'd be looking left. Yeah. Didn't look left once. Everything is very expensive. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's even very expensive, but maybe it's just this is what traveling is like when you don't have a car and you have to Uber everywhere yeah. and you're eating out all the time. Yeah. Because when we were in Hawaii still, which we haven't even talked anything about Hawaii, but we, we were there. I think I said to Rachel, I was like, you know what? We're not even doing that many shows for how long we're gone. I think the goal for us is just like, let's just try to break even. Let's just try and not lose money. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I mean, we're definitely not breaking even. No. It, I mean, it's just... Everything costs money. <laughs> if you didn't know, everything costs <laughs> Absolutely money. Absolutely everything costs money. And some of these hotels and Airbnbs we're staying at, I think Trey is also just trying to break even because mm-hmm. we're in some nice places. Mm-hmm. We've stayed in some really nice Airbnbs. Um, that hotel in Honolulu was on the beach. That was cool. Yeah, that one was really cool. Yeah. That was really nice. So the first... Airbnb we were supposed to stay at in Brisbane was also the coolest building I've ever been in. Oh, it was Rachel's dream. It was. It was my dream because because the air conditioning was out too. <laughs> yeah. It was so hot. It was awesome. It was really but nobody warm. else could handle that. So we got a new one that was a little bit weird, but <laughs> oh man, the first one was cool. 
So yeah, just trying to break even. Yeah. I'll be, what we're paying for right now is food and then any activity that we do and Uber. Yeah. But I've also learned on this trip, I don't know if you've always done this, but I feel like I've been much more aware of it, that you don't finish anything. <laughs> I, is this how you always are? Or is it just an Australian thing? I don't. I think my appetite is less now that I'm not in volleyball. I, I could eat so much during volleyball. Was, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess now I just like coffee is, I think it's because I, I, I drink some things way too slow. So then by the time I've got a quarter of my coffee left, it's disgusting. And they don't have ice anywhere here. We're at home. You know, I always put my coffee back in the fridge and then I put ice in it later. And then you always finish it after that. Yeah. You know I, me. Yeah. We just did this the past like week or so. I've just been like keeping tallies. Like, I, have you finished anything in like four days? And, uh, yep, oh. and I'm keeping my word on this one from two days <laughs> look ago. Look at this. <laughs> this is two days ago. I am drenched in sweat. We were playing paddle and they, oh, look at her go. And now she's finishing it. We, I like, we didn't bring water. I am desperate for anything to drink. And of course, I'm downing mine. I'm so thirsty. Rachel has this little, it's like a Gatorade if you're not watching. And I was like, you have to finish that. Rachel's like, of course I'm going to finish this. <laughs> and it's been two days and she just now finished on the <laughs> podcast. So, so never word. yeah, I can finish things. Yep. Okay. Yeah. But also, if I don't finish things in the United States, I'll bring it home, have leftovers for lunch the next day. That's true. Not doing the leftovers. Can't thing. do that here. Yeah, not really. And, and I would call it takeaway if I was here. They don't call it takeout. They call it takeaway. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, you ask for the, can we get the check? Uh, check. Uh, bill, maybe invoice. Uh, those are different <laughs> words. That's what they call them here. <clears throat> Garbage or trash is rubbish. Rubbish. We like rubbish. Uh, yeah, I want to bring some of these back. Mm-hmm. Brecky is breakfast. Yep. Um, let's see. Footy is what they call their Australian football. Mm. Which I read somewhere online that I think they invented the selfie here because that's kind of how they talk. They yeah. like throwing like IEs on stuff. So makes sense. Um, let's see. What else What else do we want to talk about? You want to talk about Hawaii at all? We, um, we did a mile that one day and then you got a terrible fever for the 11-hour <laughs> flight. <laughs> yes. That was a bummer. No, it, was, it was mile. Um, oh, yeah. wait. What did we call it that day? Remember we had a little rhyme. Oh, <laughs> snooze. <laughs> snooze. Snoo- Wait, was it poos next? Yes. Yeah, a little morning snooze, a little morning poo, and then cruise. Cruise, that was our mile. Our mile. Yeah, I don't know why we did that. <laughs> snooze, poos, and cruise. That's the plan for tomorrow. And then it was the flus. Yeah, and then you got the flus. I got the flus. I didn't even think about that till just now. I didn't either. Yeah, so what are, we got done running. It right? was such a lovely morning in Honolulu. I wish we would have had that full day there. Yeah, unfortunately... Two of our last full days in Hawaii were very gray and rainy. Yeah. Which both times we were in multiple Ubers. I'm like, we hasn't done this in two years. Like, That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's cool that we're going to see it. Uh, it was very rainy and very gray. And then that last morning there, before our because we're like, hey, 11-hour flight. Let's get tired. Yeah. Let's run around. Yep. And it was beautiful. We went beautiful. on a run right Sunrise off the boardwalk by the beach. Yeah. And then Rachel just kind of started feeling sick. And by the time we get to the airport, she's really not feeling well. And I was like, I'm going to go get you some like... What was the goal? Crackers. Just I think like, was yeah, the goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like things that... Because we were going to run to an acai bowl place because that's been our thing this trip. Like that's oh, what we have for breakfast. I have been pooping up a storm. <laughs> I'm having so many fruits every day. We probably... You know, I tried to think of it last night as I was falling asleep. I think I've had 14. Nuh-uh. I think I've had 14 acai had, bowls. Wow. I've had maybe seven. Really? Yeah. I've been getting after That's it. where all the money's going. <laughs> acai bowls. <laughs> um... Yeah, okay, so yeah, that morning we were going to run to the acai bowl place and then walk back. But when like we ran the mile there 
And then I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to eat. Yeah. And then I walked across the street to a coffee shop and the smell of coffee was like, I was like, I think I, I'm sick. I'm sick right now. <laughs> so then we got back to the hotel and yeah, I still had to, of course, pack my whole bag up and <laughs> <laughs> had to do that when I was not feeling well. And then we got to the airport and it was just getting worse. And that's when we figured out I didn't have the pre-check. It was, and so yeah. we were, I was going to have to stand in this long line when yeah. I was not feeling well. You're right. That was a bummer. Um, and then it, we we were, what was it, Hawaiian Airlines? Mm-hmm. If you go far enough down to Hawaiian Airlines, these gates, all the flights are going to Korea. And so then all of the like markets in the Honolulu airport become Korea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I go to find Rachel crackers. And I mean, there's no crackers in sight. It's crazy. You can't find normal chips. You can't find normal crackers. I come back with, I think I found pretzels. Yes. And I found something. That, what was the brand? I love Corn nuts. Corn nuts. Right. Well, I mean, the brand was called I Love Corn. Yeah, there's corn. a heart on it. Yeah, it was, I love corn. I love corn. I was like, I don't know if this is good when you're sick, but if you're from Iowa, I think it is. Yep. And Rachel didn't eat any corn on the flight. No. But eventually? Eventually, they saved me. You did eat that corn. <laughs> yeah. You you finished I did. All. I finished those. It's a nice snack. It's crunchy. Yeah, poor Rachel, though. I mean, just pretty much the entirety of the 11-hour flight, she had a fever and was feeling awful and couldn't really sleep. The, yeah, the fever hit when I sat down on the plane. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was just a stomach ache before. And then it was um, a fever when I got on the plane, and it stopped at the 11th hour of the plane ride. <laughs> it was only for the plane. We got two hours into it. I think that was maybe when you're at your worst because yeah. your head felt really hot to me. You were so cold. You were using you used my blanket and your blanket. It was so nice. And you were still your shaking to the point where a woman next to us was like, is she okay? Like, yeah, she's she's nah. good. Well, she had the vaccine. Okay, I wasn't so. <laughs> shaking like this. It was like, when you know when you have a fever and you're achy and it's just like, I think I just like can't sit still when I'm achy. It's yeah. like, if I sit still, then I know it's achy. So I think I was just like, just squirming <laughs> the whole time in there. She okay? And my head was resting on the the like tray in front of me. That was the only way I could get comfortable because I also still had the stomach ache. Meanwhile, where it's like you just want to be crunched up. I'm dominating a Texas Hold'em tournament on the yes. on the screen in front of me. I'm playing against guys on the. I flight. mean, it really was ideal because <laughs> you got the iPad for the whole flight. Yeah, but I did have your blanket. Didn't have to share the iPad. Oh, and then since it's a long flight, they pass out meals. And that is not what I wanted to be smelling <laughs> during this. What were the meals? It was chicken and rice that you didn't get. Oh, yeah. They, then, were, they were out of it. Yeah. I mean, we were like row 14. Yeah. I was like, you're already out Everybody of it? must have picked it. Yeah. They're like, oh, we have pork. And I said, have you heard of the Lone Star tick? <laughs> I cannot have pork. So I was a hungry little boy on yeah. that flight. But I was fine. Yeah. I was suffering. So yeah, that was just the whole time. Um, and yeah, so I couldn't really watch anything because I was dizzy. Um, I could listen to podcasts. So I listened to about seven walk in love podcasts that were downloaded and both of the ghost runners one from that week. And then that was it. Otherwise I just had to lay in silence in my pain. That was rough. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's rough. You know, when you were still feeling okay, you're like, you know what we should do? Let's take a picture every hour of the flight. <laughs> yes. And so we took one an hour one and then you were like hunched and looking and just feeling awful hour two. So I was like, maybe she's asleep. So I'm not gonna wake her up. And so I still took a picture. I was like, I don't know if this is, if she wants me to document it. And then by hour three, I was like, I don't think we're documenting. Nope. <laughs> flight, <laughs> no so. documenting. We have hour one and two done. But the flight attendant was really nice. Got me ibuprofen and, or Advil. I don't remember which one. Tylenol. And I think that's probably what helped break it a little bit. Yeah. I think you got a couple of those that, in the system. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have that. Yeah. But Bummer. we made it. We made it. We landed in Sydney. 
And I feel like the, getting to Sydney, that jet lag was not too bad for some reason. That was just like, it was normal. It was easy for us to go to bed around yeah. 10 or 11. We woke up normally. Oh, yeah. And then the next day, so after that 11-hour flight, you pretty much just go to bed, wake up, and then we had a six-hour flight. And then once we got to Perth, I mean, when I think of Perth, I think of just a three-day-long headache because it was just, mm. I could not, I think I was dehydrated. I, yeah, I you really went through it in Perth. I mean, I didn't have a fever ever, so I don't want to complain yeah, too but much. Yeah, but like your train, you adapting to the environment was worse than me. Oh, yeah, compared to like our jet lag. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason it was way harder because Perth is 14 hours ahead of central time. So that's a full like flip, really, mm-hmm. like, you know, of like circadian rhythm. And yeah, that was tough. But Perth, it, it never, the sun never goes down in Perth. At 5 a.m., the sun comes out like it's a solar eclipse. It is the brightest sun you've ever seen. Like, I think all of us universally, that first morning, because Trey talked about this too, like, you know, you wake up and you see the, how bright you're like, oh, good. Hey, I slept in. Yeah. And then you're like, it's 5.15. How is it this bright? <laughs> it when was did, weird. How do the birds sleep? It was, uh, so yeah, the sun is just out the whole time in Perth. Um, oh, we should talk about the the flight. Actually, real quick, let's talk about, let's pause for a little uh, VulcanSportingGoods.com. Oh. Yep. Got, uh Little Vulcan Addery. They've always been so good to Brad and I. Shout out Dusty, who uh, who works there and listens to Ghost Runners. Um, obviously, you guys know, I got a whole thing going with Friday Pickleball, but I'll have you know, just yesterday, me and the Friday boys are talking and we're like, hey, should we like, should we make pickleball bags? What do we want ours to look like? I didn't even know we had a Vulcan ad read today, so this wasn't like I did this so I could say this, but I was texting the guys when they were talking about bags. I was like, just FYI, I know via the Vulcan ad reads we do that their bag is the most popular bag in Pickleball. Um, it's the V Pro bag. And I was like, and I sent a picture of it to the guys and I was just like, just FYI, I know this is the most popular one in Pickleball, so maybe it would be smart to do something similar to this because people obviously like it. So there you go. Uh, Friday pickleball. Hey, we're not making bags yet. You need something to hold your paddles in. Uh, get you or somebody else a little Vulcan bag. You know, obviously get paddles as well. Um, I think you're gonna start selling balls soon. I've heard some rumors. Might be the official ball of the PPA next year. Oh. I know you guys care about that. Um, so they have the largest paddle line in pickleball. Over 50 paddles in colorways, which I think you probably like that. I yeah. would love that. Are they from Australia? Love the <laughs> love the <laughs> options. Does anything come in linen? Um, they have a ton of accessories, nets. Um, everything. So um, it's the official paddle of the PPA Pro Tour. Vulcan Pickleball. Uh, look good. Play better. GRKC will get you 20% off VulcanSportingGoods.com. All right. The night was Friday, I believe. We are in the green room of the Honolulu show, and we're all kind of gearing up. We're like, hey, 11-hour flight tomorrow. How are we all feeling? How, what are we thinking about it? And then we start talking about time, time oh, and space. Geez. And it was... I, it's got to be one of the dumbest things that uh, thank goodness no one recorded that because it, I don't want to tell you guys what happened. So I'm gonna, let's, let's kind of hash it out and then let them kind of come to a conclusion and we'll tell them the answer. Okay. So we were trying to figure out like the time and, and the sun. The sun was really what we were trying to figure out in this conversation because we were leaving Hawaii at noon and the flight took 11 hours. And we were going to be landing in Sydney the next day at like 6 p.m. So it was like... We're flying west. And we're flying west. So yeah, I, I'm starting to factor in like, well, the sun, the earth rotates like west to east because that's why the sun sets in the west. Think yep. about the sun yep. being yep. Yep. stationary. Yep. 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 The earth rotates. Goes up and so and it like over. goes away. Yep. Yep. So that's why the sun sets in the west. 
which fast to fast forward, we get 15 minutes in this conversation and Katie Kennedy goes, does the sun always set in the West? <laughs> and I kind of let her think out. She's like, like in, like in Asia, wh- where does the sun set then? Right then Trey walks in the room. He's like, are you guys trying to decide where the sun sets? And I was like, <laughs> I think just Katie's, I got a little, you know, we were all so confused at certain points. And so we're like, all right, so the earth is spinning underneath us. And against us, does that mean it, time will be different? And we also, you know, you cross the international date line. We really try to figure out like, all right, obviously we're 11 hours in the air and we start at noon. So theoretically, the sun should go down at some point, right? But then we're landing and the sun will still be out in Sydney. And after we all went around and talked about this for a little bit, I had come to the conclusion. You were so stuck on this. I was like, you know what? All right, guys, I think I got it. <laughs> you had Alan convinced for a bit also. Yeah, Alan was also on my team. <laughs> that the sun, we were going to see the sun set at one point. A really quick nighttime. <laughs> and then we were going to see the sun rise. Mm-hmm. And then... I was so used to like Northern Hemisphere, like it's winter for us, the sun's setting mm-hmm, at five mm-hmm. everywhere. I was like, well, 6 p.m. there, the sun will like have already set. So we will actually see a sunset <laughs> again. So we're going to see two sunsets and one sunrise and an 11 hour flight. And Alan was on board. Mm-hmm. And I think he was on board. I think I, I could have rallied the votes if I needed to get a majority yep. vote. I was like, that's what's going to happen. Um, that's not what happened. Everyone feel free to think for yourself. What what does happen? What when happens? does it when does it get dark? And for how long? And how does this work? Um, answer is you get up there thirty eight thousand feet, flying fast. It just the, the as bright as can be the yeah. whole time. Sun never even got close to setting. I don't know how that works. I, I guess just we flew towards the sun. Yeah. So it just it never went away. Mm-hmm. But we weren't flying west when we looked at the globe. Remember, yeah, we were flying like for south. Yeah. Either way, it was a real mind bender. It, it was. It was hard to listen to. <laughs> and you know what was annoying was we did get about five minutes in this conversation. I was like, let's just Google this. We're clearly not the first people to like do this. Maybe we were. No, there's no answers on Google. No one knows a thing. About I did find one and I showed everybody and it was exactly what happened. I don't remember. But it was like Reddit that. from 2003. <laughs> so it was it's like, well, like, wow. I, there was this change, like climate change. <laughs> so I mean, that's not the same sun that we're used to. It was. I still don't understand it, but... <laughs> I was confused about the two sunrise. Or yeah, two I was sunsets. like, guys, get get ready for but two it's sunsets. Pop back up. <laughs> we went. You in your mind, we were going through forty eight hours. Yeah, in our eleven hour flight, it was going to be like <laughs> those planets in Interstellar, where it's like, well, a, a day there is a year yeah, here. Yeah. It's it's way different. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I thought. I was I was at my all time dumbest. Um, <laughs> it's so confusing. We needed because at one point I was using like salt shakers and stuff. I was like, we need visuals for this. Yeah, and, yeah we, wanted a, <laughs> we wanted a visual. We needed a flashlight to be the sun. It was, uh, it was an all time green room moment. But um, let's see, questions for you. What's it like? You get an experience tour life. Obviously, it's normally not like this, but you're going to see the same show, you know, on nights we're doing shows. You're getting to see, you know, tour managers. You're getting to see Alan. You're getting to see, you know, different theaters and stuff. What's it like? Oh, it's it's glamorous. <laughs> <laughs> it's showbiz. The green sure. rooms are the nicest places. They are the the coldest places on earth, that's for sure. Yes, uh, I always pack so many sweatshirts. Yeah, I need to bring my jean jacket everywhere. Um, tour manager, great to interact with. Um, you know, he takes his job seriously. I appreciate that. Um, we're, he's opening up a bit. That's been fun to see. Yeah. Um, Alan is a blast. He he's a great guy. Yeah, I love Alan. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, he's so fun and paddle and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's been really fun. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, tour life is just, it's kind of what you described it, but I think it's more fun than the normal weekends because like Katie and Thomas are here. I'm here. It's, I think it's just like a bigger crew probably makes it more fun. Yeah, I think I'm seeing the really romanticized, glam- actual gra- glamorous side of it. That's true. I mean, yeah, we're never, ever spending three days in tropical places between yeah. shows. This is pretty different. Thank goodness it's summer here. Yeah. Like if we were doing all this in winter, I think oh. it'd be like, get me out of Perth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's summer. It's too bad, like, Michael and Isaac couldn't be here because we would oh, just be laughing constantly. I wish. Yeah, you're liking it? Yeah, I like it. Um, I like seeing the shows every night. I go out in the crowd and watch it, and I told you that I was laughing. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know, Rachel's like, great show. I was like, sorry you had to see like the same jokes again. Rachel's like, I had fun tonight. I was like, what? She's like, I was laughing. <laughs> I think you were laughing? And yeah, you're really nice. Recording, crowd work, and... Yeah, I've been doing every night. I've just done more and more Australia jokes to the point where by the time we get to New Zealand, I might just do 30 minutes worth of just, you know, Australia, New Zealand jokes. Um, but yeah, I was like having Rachel record. I was like, maybe I'll post a little clip for just for the Australian people to enjoy. And so Rachel, as soon as they get off stage, just FYI, I was experimenting with some. When you get your phone back, I was experimenting with some different framing, a different composition. Like it's not, they're not all good. Okay. I needed the feedback. <laughs> yeah. Really got it. Begging for the feedback. Um, the show we did last night in Melbourne so after the Perth show, I mean, we were like, holy cow, they don't they don't make noise here. They don't do anything. They're just quiet and respectful. We're just going to really have to power through with the next few shows. And then the Brisbane show three days later, it's in a tent, an outdoor, a beautiful outdoor tent, but still not the acoustics you probably want for a comedy show. But that got a little better. That was pretty fun. That's when I really tried a ton of Australia mm-hmm. jokes. They were loving those. Had some good crowd work. And then... Last night, we were in this, like, really cool, like, the size of a comedy club, but the shape of a theater. Like, very, like, slanted seating, low ceiling still. And that went better than a lot of my United States shows, I felt like. They were loving it. It was a Tuesday night. I don't know what got into them in Melbourne. But there was, I was just, I was so comfortable on stage. I was doing weird, like, physical humor and picking on people in the crowd. And (laughs) it was a blast. It was was really fun. And, yeah, there were so many ghosties there last night. And... Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, tour life is fun. I mean, I just wake up, get some coffee, eat an acai bowl, uh, walk around, do some things. <laughs> yeah, you got it made right now because you're pretty, I mean, you don't really have I did of- have to do two classes on Zoom. One was at 5 a.m. in Perth, had to give a presentation, um, and then the other one was 8 a.m. yesterday, and now I'm done with classes. Yeah. So, so and- I did some work. Yeah, so you've done stuff. You've had some responsibilities, which is tough for me. I'm trying to figure out, like, all right, we're... We're here for work, kind of, but this is mainly a vacation, especially for Rachel. And so it's like, I want you to get to do everything you want to do. You want to go to Christmas market? Let's go to Christmas market. Let's go to Christmas you want to see the lights? Let's go see the lights. But it's also like, I, there's so much going on back home. Yeah. How, like, I got to, I have to do some work. I have to post things. I have to. We've done a better job in Melbourne. To things. Of like, you, you work and I just go walk around. Yeah. Yeah, I just it, go sit in the business district and look at outfits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our first week in Australia, I feel like I got nothing done back home. I was letting everybody down. I just haven't responded to anything, but getting a lot more done now and still going to see things. And yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Fun little routine here. <laughs> what are you being weird about? <laughs> I was just saying if you would if you would fill the silence. I will, and that's one thing that I always have to tell myself not to on my watching myself counseling videos. Um, something I want to talk about that. I wrote down, which feel free to 
bring up anything that okay. you've written okay. down as well okay. that you want to talk about. But um, we did the road to Hana in Maui. I'd been to Maui once before. And Maui's a good, like, three-day trip. And then, like, go to Kauai and spend mm. a month there. But road to Hana is a great, like, full-day activity. And so we did that. I made reservations for this black sand beach because we didn't do that last time. And it was really fun. Black sand beach is pretty cool. Yeah. It's what you think it is. Real cool. But still neat. Not soft. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. A little, uh, it's coarse. Yes, it's coarse. But we found a little hike off the beaten path in this black sand beach and we're going down it. We're kind of the trailblazers. We're kind of the first people going down yeah. this. And then yeah, we, yeah. a lot of people are following us. It's this course. whole lookout spot where these powerful waves are crashing into the rock and they're shooting up and everything's black and it's just cool. And it's really fun. <laughs> and in the midst of that, there's probably about a 10 other people. There's some families, some solo adventurers there. And Rachel sees like a good size, like a large sea turtle <laughs> in the water. But I mean, hundreds of feet away from us. But she does spot one. It's beautiful. What do you do about it? Guys, there's a turtle over here. Guys, guys, guys. Turtle. Turtle. Turtle, guys. Just, I've never seen Rachel talk to strangers like this. <laughs> no. Much less address a crowd of strangers <laughs> who, I mean, they weren't looking at her. They didn't, like, she did not have their attention before. Guys, guys, turtle, turtle. Their reaction was to just completely ignore her. Nobody reacted. <laughs> they might have turned around and walked back. <laughs> it was great. You were just so randomly so... Like, are you guys that cool that you're used to seeing turtles? I know you guys would kill for a turtle. <laughs> I better not see you out on the beach watching them come in from the waves each night. <laughs> that is fun. We did that one night, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that was very fun. We walked to the beach and saw the sea turtles come yep, up. Yep. That was fun. Just doing best friend stuff. Just doing best friend stuff. Just watch turtles. Rachel and I have been doing a lot of best friend stuff. Yeah, we just hang out thing. constantly here. We just goof constantly. <laughs> just goofing <laughs> all the time. And it's, um, yeah, it's fun. It's, this is uh, it's a lot better than a honeymoon. I mean, the first two hours in Maui, we were like, this is way better than a honeymoon. Oh, my flight with Ken and Lynette was better than the honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so, yeah, it was, it was really fun. Oh, it's been so fun. Hawaii was awesome. The... I need to, um, uh, what word am I looking for? Um, validate how all the statements you and Brad have said about um, Brooke and TJ and the Beth Keys. Yeah, they're awesome. Lovely people. Absolutely lovely. I adore them. Um, yeah, they're so nice. And their houses are so great. And their kids are so cute and fun. I just love it. Yeah, they were very great hosts and hostesses. And very thankful for that time in Maui. You've never been to Hawaii before? Nope. What'd you think? It was awesome. I want my whole family to go and your whole family, our whole yeah. family. Got to go to Kauai. Kauai is so much better. Yeah, I'd like to see it. And I think when we were in Hawaii, we did have a nice bowl every single day. Yes, we did. That was awesome. Yep. Yeah. A lot of food trucks, a lot of chickens, a lot yep. of chickens running around. Yep. Yep. Really good food in Hawaii. Sometimes weird food in Australia. Yeah. Rachel's been, I mean, when Rachel got to Hawaii, it's my fault. she was big on like, my goal while I'm in Hawaii is I'm going to do things how did you word it? Like I'm going to do Hawaiian things. I'm not going to be an American, like Iowa, Rachel. I'm going to do the Hawaiian version of what I normally do. Yep. Like mainly when it comes to food. And so, yeah, she was a little more adventurous, which you're already a pretty adventurous eater. Yep. You were like, normally I would get the shrimp taco with the whatever, but today we're going to do the pineapple version of that. That's, that's normally what, what I would get. Okay. Yep. Well, I don't know. It's a lot of meat switches. Meat switches. <laughs> Talk to me about meat switches. <laughs> Like, okay, normally I'd get a shrimp taco. It's like when you beat your kid with a strip of bacon. No. <laughs> Meat switch. No, that's not that. Um, 
uh, like maybe in Hawaii, I would have been absolutely down to have done like a, a luau type of thing and eaten a pig like that. Oh, you would have eaten a pig. Well, like normally I don't order pork in Hawaii. If the meal was like, that is the appropriate way to eat this meal in Hawaii, I would have had that. Wow. <laughs> that makes sense. To know you're down to eat a whole pig. <laughs> uh, but Rachel's adventurism has also come down under. And it has, unfortunately. Because, yeah, we're going to a lot of just like different restaurants. You don't really know what this place is known for. It seems like they don't do a lot. Of, like America has really good food. Now that you're down here, you could tell like America really does, does Italian well. They do Mexican well. They mm-hmm. do Chinese well. You could just, you can go anywhere. And like here, it's like Mexican's really hard to come by. Mm-hmm. American food's really hard to come by. Like yep. they really only do like Asian food here. Well, and so we keep going to Asian places, and Rachel is rolling the dice. I don't know why. I do it to myself every time. Yeah, Rachel gets <laughs> something she she can't even pronounce. She just has to point at it, and then she's shocked when it tastes like dirty water. And then I don't eat it all. <laughs> I, I will admit to that. Which I'm just I'm just scanning the the menu for any like words that are chicken or fried or rice, you know. And mm-hmm. I do. I get things that are deep fried. We went to an authentic Cantonese place, our first place in Melbourne. That was a wild experience. That was awful. <laughs> it truly was awful. <laughs> um, who does have good meat, though? Uh, good Ranchers. Good job. Thank you. Dot com. Dot com, of course. American Meat Delivered. Uh, hey, you know what we were just talking about when we get home? Let's get a little holiday ham. Absolutely. Luau. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring the luau back to us. Get a, get a free holiday ham right now with Good Ranchers with every subscription. So subscribe to any box, any of them. Doesn't even have to be a ham box. Oh. Doesn't have to be a meat switch box. Doesn't have to be a <laughs> meat <switch>. pork box. <laughs> uh, it could be a ham box, though. Uh, subscribe to any box and use the code GRKC to get a free 10-pound ham. Woo! An holiday ham. Uh, it's worth $99 in your first box. That's pretty fun. Free hams. Free hams. Free ham box. So uh, that's fun. Good Ranchers Heritage Hams are pork done the right way. We all know the wrong way to do pork. We're not going to do it. I don't want to talk about it. They do it the right way. Okay, so uh, maybe your family is like very traditional. They do the turkey at Thanksgiving. Give them ham on Christmas. They deserve ham. Yep. Get it now. Hurry and get some Christmas ham. Free ham. Any box. So subscribe. Get it now at GRKC. Get a little discount. GoodRanchers.com. Go ham. Let's go ham. Hey, yeah, go ham. Unless you're Jewish. And then you would go... (laughs) What? Don't. <laughs> the meat switch. The Jews love the meat switch. Okay. What's it called? How they? Uh, it's what's it? Kosher. Was, kosher. I can't want to say kapish. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Go ham. Kapish. Kosher. That's what they're called. Um, anyway, uh, holiday ham. Holiday ham. Anything you want to talk about? Oh man, we've talked about Leroy. Oh Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. Okay, Perth, Perth, Perth. Okay, so this is. Yeah, we're now, which, sorry, I mean, did you expect anything else? We were jumping around everywhere, but we were in Perth, amazing Airbnb. This was when yeah. I was like, I don't think, I think Trey's trying to break even too. Um, yeah, the Airbnb was awesome. The area we were in was awesome. It was a great street. We walked up and down that street. We walked, there was one day in Perth, we walked six miles, I think. Yeah, we walked so far. And I did it in my hokas. Oh, yeah. Rachel got me a little early Christmas present to run the turkey trot in Iowa. And yep. And anything noteworthy to say about the turkey trot? We could talk about that now. I don't know. Um, we all beat our times from last yeah, year. Yeah, I didn't. Really? Wait, yes, I did. Yes, I did. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't beat it from two years ago. 
Um, it was miserable once again. The wind chill was 14 when we started. Yep. But um, Archie got me some hokas, which have been great. And in this Perth area, we'd be across from it, which is just a beautiful, just open field. I think they play cricket yeah. on it. Did a couple workouts there. They do soccer, football on it. And yeah, we would do workouts there. And it was great. Rachel scheduled a nice little out. like awesome. interval workout for us. We would run like a 16th of a mile, 25 push-ups. Another 16th of a mile, 25 squats. Ooh. Another 16th of a mile, abs. It was fun. Just and best friends stuff? Just best friends stuff. And running on that grass in the hokas, oh, I loved it. You are sprinting. It, yeah, I was running. <laughs> running like a newborn animal. <laughs> you know, you ever see like a lizard get born yeah. and they just sprint? Oh, no. Isn't there a video of like, it's an, I think it's a mammal, it's born and instantly it has to run for its life. I wonder what mammal that would be. I don't remember. Deer, maybe? Something like that. Really? I feel like they're the ones who are so I know. Like, you're right. It is. It flimsy, is. whimsy. I, this might not be a video. I think reptiles true. are the ones I'm thinking. Like they hatch. That could be it. They come out of the sand and then snakes are waiting to prey on them. Yeah. Lizard. Yep. 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 Um, the Australians would have a word for the deer. They would, they would call it whimsy bibsley yeah. or something. <laughs> Everything's cute here. All the words are cute. Um, oh, but Leroy. So the park uh. across the street is awesome. The Airbnb is awesome. It's so nice. There's one day Rachel and I are walking um, past the driveway, kind of a long driveway, and right past the neighbors, and we hear this barking. Like, oh, that's kind of a scary dog. Mm -hmm. Really vicious barking. And then we get to see the face of this dog barking because he scales the like nine foot fence next to it. I don't know what the dog was doing on the other side to jump up here, but he's like jumping and climbing and his paws are on on the other side of the fence. And he's like, the scariest (laughs) bark and dog ever. Yeah. It's 1145 in a hotel. So I don't want to fully do the bark. Times 20. But it's scary. It's like what the the dog at Sandlot was made out to be. Yes. It's like before you see, it's like, oh, it's kind of a nice normal dog. It's like, it was so terrifying. And you could see his teeth. You could see, he is like trying to Mm -hmm. eat us, but the fence is in the way. Uh Uh-huh. But also, I mean, in that moment, you're like, oh my gosh, he just scaled nine foot fence. What else is he capable of? He can get over. I I froze. Yeah. I, I, we both did. We were, it's like, I think don't show fear, but should we run away? I mean, and, you- and that Airbnb, like if we needed to run back to the house, had a weird locking Weird system. lock. <laughs> we were stuck. I would have said, take me, Rachel, you go run. Just, and I had those hurt shoes on that hurt my feet. Just eat me, Leroy. So yeah, we learned because I, he would do this and you could hear the order, Leroy. Leroy, get back here. Leroy. And it was just like no discipline. Leroy. And so the, from, the, I mean, the next two and a half days, we were terrified to walk in oh. and out of there. We'd walk so You'd slow. have to tiptoe. Yeah, the good thing I had the hokas. Because he did bark one more time when we all went and did that workout again. Yeah, so Trey and Katie got to mm-hmm. see Leroy, which was funny. And yeah. Oh, it was scary. He was just a bad dog. Because anytime we'd walk by the house, you could hear him barking inside the house. Yep. He was barking at all times. Worst dog to have. Bummer of a dog. Bummer of a dog. Um... All right, that's Leroy. Anything else you want to say? Obviously, we've still got the Wednesday episode. Yep, we've still got Wednesday episode. I'm going to do a review of the week, and then you find one last thing okay. to end us with. Okay. How about that? Yep. Um, oh, wow, this is fun. The title of this review says, if you read this on the pod, I get extra credit. Wow, fun. Well, hey, Dawson, you're welcome, bucko. <laughs> this is the best pod ever. I'm from Traverse City, and I know the I'm Down Boys. I had a school project to find a review for something and show why it's persuasive. My teacher said, if you guys read this on the pod, I get extra credit. I love the pod. I hope you guys had a great time in Hawaii. Dawson, here's your extra credit. Mrs. Uh, Professor, he's probably in college. 
Professor Charlotte. First name. Give Dawson <laughs> extra credit. I don't know why. Um, Dawson Blodgett. So thank you, Doss. Appreciate it. Rachel, you want to end this episode with a story? Jake ate pink dumplings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our first night in Brisbane, we walked down to this little like strip mall and everybody went to a burger place. I was like, I'll go find something else. No big deal. And went to a dumpling spot. Been throwing down the throwing back the dumplings throwing this trip. Dumplings. A lot of a lot of good chicken dumplings and ordered chicken ones. And when they brought them out, they were they were flesh colored. Ooh, I've got one more thing. They were pink, and I had one. I was like, Rachel, you might like them. She had half a one. It was like, it was so bad. Like I can't eat any more of that. <laughs> it was and then so I unappetizing. Ate, I ate ten more of them. So I've just kind of been. Yes. I'm turning into my dad and my grandpa, where it's just like, just I'm, eat it. I'm hungry. Just eat it. It it doesn't need to be amazing. <laughs> Just eat the the ring bologna. <laughs> I'm definitely turning into them. So, what other thing? Are okay, you saying? it's actually two. Your Fruit Loops at the coffee shop. Ooh, the artisan yep. Fruit Loops. Yes, I put that on my story. But yep, yeah, they yep, were. Yeah, sorry, I forgot great. about that. Great. And uh, yeah. and the word ain't. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fresh. We got off the got done with the Perth show. We're walking the street because it, it's just summertime here. We're spending so much time outdoors. It's just awesome in Australia. It's what we like stole a season of summer or like a month of summer back. Mm -hmm. We got to switch out season switch winter for summer for a month. <laughs> and we're just walking around, we're getting gelato and there's all these, of course, nice Australian people there. And we've had multiple people be like, I love your accent. Sorry, a little burp. Um, you can tell the story. Sorry. It happened to you. Oh, it happened to us. Yeah. This is, we call them a nice young bloke. That's yeah. what they call young men around here. Um, he, he loved our accent. So we were just talking to him and, uh, he asked us to say a word, I think. And then I was like, I should ask him to say one of our words. Because we asked him, we're like, let's hear your American accent. And he did fine. Yeah, yeah. And then we were talking about, like, we were still trying to get used to the words around here. And <laughs> the only word I could think of that was American, I was like, can you say ain't? <laughs> <laughs> Got very demanding. I was like, say ain't. Say ain't one time. Can you just say ain't one? And then there's like, ain't. Ah. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Yeah, because what's the Australian accent for that? Ain't. <laughs> Still sounds like it. <laughs> we say auntie. Yeah. How is your Australian accent? I think it's it's got to be getting better. Oh, being how down is here. it? How do you think, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> so there's some rubbish over there. Rubbish. I was toss it in the rubbish here. Yeah? Toss in the rubbish here. Yeah? Ah, I need a nappy. <laughs> <laughs> nappy. I've got some on my face. Some more face. Um. Yeah. Australia's awesome. Hawaii's awesome. Um. We will be back. Let's see. When did this come out? 20th, the 18th. So when, even when this comes out, we're still uh, down here. and uh, Down under. Down under. Our one day in all of December that we'll sleep in our house is December 21st. So mm, it's coming up. Day. And it's going to be great. Brad and I will knock out some episodes that day. and um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cook so much that day. <laughs> I'm not going to eat out. <laughs> we are going to just Ever be again. so American. <laughs> Let's go get some cheeseburgers. I'll even eat one. All right. Well, why not? I'll, I'll roast the pig. <laughs> Meat switch. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed Rachel. Be nice to her in the comments. Not that you'll be anything other, please. but just... Ken, if you're out there in the comments, <laughs> please apologize. Ken, if you found this podcast somehow, um, <laughs> I don't even know what Type to Type the them. bird noise <laughs> so everybody can understand what that's like. Make a video, post it in the Facebook group. Um, yeah, we'll be back on Wednesday with me and Rachel again. Cool. See you guys. Ghost Runners Podcast. Ghost Runners Podcast.
Everybody.